0: My beloved brethren, a sincere greetings to you all, according to your time and location where you are, and I welcome each and every one of you to this worship service today on this Sabbath, where we're going to study the living hope. The living hope. Living hope is not wishful thinking. The living hope that we have in this life is that Yahuwah, our God who has sacrificed his first begotten son, Yahusha Hamashiach to die on the cross for the forgiveness of our sins. He was raised He raised him from the dead to sit at his right hand in heaven until the day of judgment. Yahuwah our Alahim, the creator and savior of all people, especially for those who believe and develop a relationship with him, will fill them with joy and peace as they put their trust in him. So that they may overflow with the hope by the power of his Holy Spirit. The reason why we worship Yahuwah, Abba, and our Lord Yahusha is that Yahusha didn't merely die for our sins, but he defeated sin and death and rose again to give us a new life hope to strengthen our desire the confident expectation of what Yahusha has promised and the power of his faithfulness so as members of the assembly of Yahusha we live with hope and cherish the desire with anticipation to the day when our lord and savior Yahusha Hamashiach will return as he has promised. The first question for the lessons of today is why aren't we afraid of the events taking place during these difficult times in the world? The answer to this question we can find in the first book of Peter, chapter 1, verse 3, down to 5. And I quote, let us give thanks to the God and father of our Lord, Yahusha Christ, because of his great mercy, he gave us new life by raising Yahusha Christ from death. This fills us with a living hope. And so we look forward to possessing the rich blessings that God keeps for for his people. He keeps them for you in heaven, where they cannot decay or spoil or fade away. They are for you who through faith are kept safe by God's power for the salvation, which is ready to be revealed at the end of time. Why? Aren't we afraid of the events taking place during these difficult times in the world? As members of the Assembly of Yahusha, we are not afraid of the events presently taking place in the world because we have a living hope. And what is this living hope? What does it enable us to do? This living hope Enables and helps us to look forward to possessing the rich blessings that Yahuwah is keeping for us in heaven. Because of this hope, our focus is fixed, not on the present, but on the future. The present problems in life don't overwhelm us because we have something precious looking forward to the future looking forward is helping us overcome the present calamities and problems that we are currently experiencing in heaven our rich blessings cannot decay they can't spoil or fade away and thieves can't find them these rich blessings are being kept safe by yahuwah's power for us because of our faith in him. And when they, when will these rich blessings be given to us? These rich blessings will be given to us when the time comes for us to partake in the promised salvation at the end of time. Then Yahuwah will reveal everything, including the rich blessings. No matter what we lose here on earth, we still have so much to look forward to as promised by Yahuwah. And what is the basis of our hope? The basis of our hope is that Yahuwah, because of his great mercy, gave us new life by raising Yahusha from death. Believing in the death and resurrection of Yahusha HaMashiach, we all carry this as our living hope. Why is it called living hope? In the book of Romans chapter eight, verse 24 down to 25, we find the answer where it is written, for it was by hope that we were saved." But if we see what we hope for, then it is not really hope. For who of us hopes for something we see? But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Why is it called the living hope? It's called the living hope because what we are hoping for cannot yet be seen. If we can see what we hope for, then it is not hope. We cannot hope for something we are seeing because we cannot see it yet. What then is needed? What is needed while we are remaining in hope is to wait with patience. What do we need so that we can wait patiently in hope? In the book of Hebrews, or in the letters to the Hebrews, chapter 11, verse 1, we can read, "Now, faith is being sure of what we hope for, and certain of what we do not see. So what do we need so that we can wait patiently in hope? To wait patiently in hope, we need to have faith. And what is faith? Faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. And what is the basis of faith? The basis of faith is the words of Yahuwah, our God, and the promises of Yahuwah having faith then means believing in what yahuwah promises even if we cannot see them what must we what must we have faith in although we cannot see it yet we find the answer in the second books of corinthians chapter 4 verse 16 down to 18. For this reason, we never become discouraged. Even though our physical being is gradually decaying, yet our spiritual being is renewed day after day. And this small and temporary trouble we suffer will bring us a tremendous and eternal glory, much greater Than the trouble. For we fix our attention not on things that are seen, but on things that are unseen. What can be seen lasts only for a time, but what cannot be seen lasts forever. What must we have faith in, although we cannot see it yet? Although We cannot see it yet, we should have faith in the tremendous and eternal glory of our inheritance. Those who have faith in what we cannot see yet, how do we recognize them? We can recognize those who have faith because they are not discouraged. Why are people so easily discouraged? people are quickly discouraged because they believe that only what they can see is all there is and what they cannot see does not exist if we have that kind of belief we will live in fear when the whole world when the whole world begins to fall apart When our physical being gradually starts decaying, however, what is the reality? What can be seen does not last. However, what we cannot yet see will last forever. What then must we do when we are suffering great trouble instead of focusing on the hardship and suffering we should realize that this is minor and temporary trouble what we should focus on is what the suffering will bring us and what will this suffering bring us the suffering will bring us tremendous and eternal glory much greater than the trouble What must we do while we wait for that which will last forever? We find the answer in the first book of Peter, chapter one, verse 13, down to 15. So then, have your minds ready for action. Keep alert and set your hope completely on the blessing, Which will be given you when Yahusha Christ is revealed. Be obedient to God and do not allow your lives to be shaped by those desires you had when you were still ignorant. Instead, be holy in all that you do, just as God who called you is holy. What must we do? while we wait for that which will last forever. While we wait for that which will last forever, we must be ready for action. We have to be alert at all times and set our hope on the blessings that we will receive when Yahusha HaMashiach returns. So in other words, We have to exhibit active patience instead of passive patience. Why must we be ready for action? We must be ready for action because there is work that we have to do. We have to be obedient to Yahuwah Abba. We must not allow our our lives to be in control by the desires we used to have when we were still ignorant it is our responsibility to get involved in the ministry work to help spread the word the words of the gospel there's also a need for workers who will help and provide services for those in need and not to forget our work and contribution of offerings and what else must we do we also have to be holy in everything we do, just as Yahuwah who calls us is holy. We can, we can be holy by not letting our lives be shaped by the temptations of this world, but by the words of our Allahim, Yahuwah Abba. I thank you for listening. The remaining part of this lesson will be brought to you by Brother John. Thank you.
1: My beloved brothers and sisters in the faith, indeed what we have is the living hope. In other words, we truly believe and we anticipate the second advent of our king and Mashiach Yahushua to give us the salvation as promised by our father Yahuwah. Because we are inspired by this living hope. Our minds are moved to action. And so we do not passively wait for the return of our King. We actively wait with anticipation, filled with action, because we know Yahushua is going to come at any time. Now, why else must we wait not passively, but with action? Well, let's read the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, 37 to 39. For yet a little while, and he who is coming will come and will not tarry. Now the just shall live by faith, but if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not of those who draw back to perdition, but of those who believe to the saving of the soul. Why must we always be ready for action so that we don't end up drawing back into perdition? You see, we can either go backward or we can go forward. The one thing Yahuwah does not want us to do is to go backwards. Because this is what Yahuwah has seen from his people in the past. The people of Israel, for example, they did not go forward. They went backward. How about we? Which direction this Yahuwah wants us to go to? He wants us to go forward. But for us to go forward and not backward, what must we do? Bible says we need to live by faith. You see, if we don't live by faith, we end up killing our faith. And this is what happens to so many people. They begin with strong faith. But what happens to their strong faith that they had in the beginning? It begins to fizzle out. It begins begins to decrease until they have no more Faith, And so we need to maintain that faith. We need to grow that faith. That's what it means to live by faith. Brethren, are we living by faith? Well, how can we truly live by faith? We need to begin with strong faith in the first place. Do you know how we can prove that we have faith in God? What is the proof that we give that we have faith? If you will look at the next slide, We know that faith produces actions, right? Anyone can say I have faith, but without actions, we don't really have faith. And so those who truly have faith, they produce works. They produce the actions of faith. And it turns out the actions of faith, when we fulfill them in our life, do you know what that does? Well, it strengthens our faith, right? And so it's a cycle. It makes it stronger and stronger. We begin with faith. We take the action of faith. We take the action of faith. We increase our faith, which brings more actions of faith, which leads to stronger faith. And we, when we keep up the cycle, what happens? Next slide. We move forward in faith. That's what it means to live by faith. Next slide. And so this is what Yahuwah wants us to do not to be stagnant in our faith, but to grow in our faith so that we can move forward all the way to the realization of our living hope. Now, how else can we move forward in faith? Let's read the book of Philippians chapter 3, 12 down to 14. I I do not claim that I have already succeeded or have already become perfect. I keep striving to win the prize for which Christ Yahushua has already won me to himself. Of course, my friends, I really do not think that I have already won it. The one thing I do, however, is to forget what is behind me and do my best to reach what is ahead. So I run straight toward the goal in order to win the prize, which is God's call through Christ Yahushua to the life above. How else? Can we move forward in our faith? Apostle Paul tells us, I keep striving to win the prize for which Christ already won me to himself. So that's what we need to do. We need to strive to win the prize. Question, how can we fulfill this teaching of the Apostle Paul to strive to win the prize for which Yahushua has already won for us. Well, we need to first find out what the prize is. Do you know what that prize is? Because there are people who are working so hard, but for the wrong prize. What is the prize mentioned here by the Apostle Paul? Apostle Paul says it is the prize, which is God's call through Christ Yahushua, to the life where? The life above that's the true prize that's not the consolation prize there are people today who work their life trying to attain the wrong prize yes it's good to have a blessed life here on earth but that's just the consolation prize what's the real prize the real prize brethren is the one where in heaven we need to strive to attain that prize in heaven but what does it mean to strive to win the prize for which Yahushua Christ has won for us. Apostle Paul also says that we have to run in order to win the prize. Did you notice Apostle Paul did not say that we have to run in uh, in a way that to try and win the prize? Apostle Paul did not say that. Do you see that in the passage? Try to win the prize. Is that what he said? No, he said run in such a way as to win the prize. You see, there's a difference between running to try and win and running to win. What's the difference between trying to run and win and running to win? Those who try, they end up quitting. This is why oftentimes those who try something, they don't give it their best, do they? Apostle Paul says no. We have to run to win. You don't run to try and win. You run to win. What does it mean to run to win? There's no option of quitting. We do not quit, even when it becomes difficult. We persevere because we know if we quit, we're not going to get the prize. And so this must be our mindset so that our faith will grow in the midst of trial and tribulation. We push forward and we do not quit. But why do people quit? And as human beings, yes, it's true, we sometimes have this tendency to give up and to quit. So why do people sometimes quit, even when it comes to the relationship with Yahuwah Abba? Let's read the book of Lamentations, chapter 3, 17 down to 20. I have forgotten what health and peace and happiness are. I do not have much longer to live. My hope in Yahuwah is gone. The thought of my pain, my homelessness is bitter poison. I think of it constantly and my spirit is depressed. Why do some end up giving up their faith? You know, what we read to you there is a lamentation of a prophet. Do you know who the prophet was? who penned this message in Lamentations. What's the name of this prophet here? His name was what? Jeremiah. Jeremiah was not just a prophet. He was a great prophet of Yahuwah Abba. He was a man of God with integrity. He had faith and trust in Yahuwah. But did you know he almost quit? He felt like quitting. He felt like giving up because this is what he said. What did he say? He said, I have forgotten what health and peace and happiness are. Do you know how people forget what health and peace and happiness are? When we linger in suffering for such a long time, again and again and again, to the point that you forgot already what health and peace and happiness are. Maybe some of us can relate. I mean, what's been happening for a long time now? pandemic right I mean when did this pandemic start was it 2020 it's been over a year right and so people are losing their jobs people are getting sick and dying uh the financial crisis and it brought so much stress in the lives of individuals we now have a new way of living what they call the new normal and so people are forgetting what it was like before people are stressed out people want to give up their faith And when a person continues to have lingering suffering, what will they do? They begin to think about that. And constantly, their spirit is becoming depressed. This happened to a prophet of God. His name is Jeremiah. And so when his spirit began to become depressed, what did he even say? He said, my hope in Yahuwah is gone. This is a prophet of God and so as human beings we can expect sometimes we feel the same way however what did jeremiah do to restore his hope which is what we must also do let's read lamentations 321 to 24 yet hope returns when i remember this one thing yahweh's unfailing love and mercy still continue fresh as the morning, as sure as the sunrise. Yahuwah is all I have. And so in him, I put my hope. What did Jeremiah, the prophet do? So that in spite of the constant depression in his spirit, he was able to restore his hope. Jeremiah says, yet hope returns. When I remember this one thing you see there's something we need to remember and when we remember this it brings us hope the living hope what must we remember that will bring up that living hope within us to inspire us into action once again bible says that source of hope that we need to remember is yahweh's unfailing love and mercy do you know how Yahuwah has proven his love for us? Bible says because of his unfailing love, he gave up his own son to die on the cross. That's what the first advent of Yahushua was all about. To die on the cross so that by his shed blood, we have the living hope. He gave up his son so that we can have the living hope. And so because of this, we can trust in Yahuwah. And so what did Jeremiah say? He says, Yahuwah is all I have. And so in him, I put my hope. This is what the prophet is convincing us to do. Place your hope in Yahuwah. Why must we place our hope in Yahuwah? Because even if we lose everything and we have Yahuwah, we have all things because the Bible says His unfailing love. It still continues. Yes, when Yahuwah gave up his son to die on the cross for the work of redemption, that was Yahuwah's greatest work. But you know what? Yahuwah's not yet finished. He's not Because Yahuwah's plans are not yet complete. It will be. And that's our living hope. And so when, according to scriptures, when will Yahuwah's perfect and unfailing love be completely manifested? Let's read the final passage of our studies today. In the book of John 14, one down to three. Don't let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my father's home. If this were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you so that you will always be with me where I am. Brothers and sisters in the faith, the one speaking here. It's our King, Mashiach Yehusha, and He's speaking to all of us because this is His message for those who belong to Him. And He says to us, "Don't let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in Me." Question: Do you believe in your Mashiach? Do you believe in Yehusha? He's telling us in advance. Do not be troubled. Do not be afraid because he knows during our time we're going to face much trouble. We're going to face many problems. Perhaps many of you who are in this worship service today are going through difficult times. Yahushua knows. Yes, he's in heaven, but he knows and can feel what is happening in our life because we are parts of his body. His spirit dwells in us and we are connected to him by means of that spirit. He knows The the tears that we shed, the pains in our heart. He knows all of that. And so, what is his message to each one of us? He says, Trust in God, trust also in me. We know we can trust in God because he gave up his son. We know we can trust in Mashiach because he gave up his life. And now he's telling us he's preparing a place. That's what he's doing now. He's preparing a place. For each one of us, this is why do not be worried about our condition in life here on earth. This is not our permanent home. Yahushua has a better place, a better home for each one of us. Our true home, which is in heaven. And what is Yahushua's promise to each one of us? I'm coming back so that we can be together. Yahushua's plan, according to Abba's will, is for us to be together forever. With Yahusha, with Yahuwah Abba in his kingdom in heaven. That's what the second advent is all about. Remember, the Bible promises, the Bible prophesied, not one advent, but two. The two coming of Yahusha HaMashiach. The first one to die on the cross. But there's a second one. There's a second one. He's going to come back to bring us, to bring us into his everlasting kingdom. That's our living hope fulfilled. And so while we wait for that day, brethren, let us show to Abba, let us show to his son that we truly believe and trust in God and in his son forever. And let us make that promise no matter what happens. We are preparing with great anticipation that day when the last trumpet will sound. And all of us who are together with Yahushua, we can rejoice in his kingdom forever. Let us stand, brethren, and we shall pray together. Everlasting Abba, merciful and loving Yahuwah Alahim, thank you, thank you so much for giving us the living hope. This hope was sealed when Yahushia, your beloved son, was sacrificed. And so by means of his death, we know this hope is trustworthy. We can count on it and we prove this to you, loving Abba, because we, no matter what happens, will never ever leave you. We say this with much confidence, but at the same time, we also know ourselves as human beings. We are weak by nature. There will be times when we will feel like giving up. There will be times when we will ask difficult questions to ourselves questions that we have no answers for but father we will always do our best to remember to remember your unfailing love every time we think about that love that perfect love manifested by sending your son we are revived in strength our hope continues to grow and our faith is increased Because when we think about your sacrifice, we know for sure you love your people. And if you love us, what will there be to cause us to fear? Father, we place our hope in your hands. May you please take charge of our life, direct our steps, move us to action that we may move forward, O loving Abba, Receive the prize that you have promised us, loving Mashiach Yahushua. Teach us to live by faith. May we feel your presence by our side, walking with us to win this prize of faith. Help us to gain strength from you, comfort and give us peace, and help us to remain faithful that our faith will continue to grow day by day in our life. Loving Abba, remember your people throughout the world who are going through deep troubles in life. May you send your comforter to give us hope, to give us strength, to complete our race and our journey. Bless your people who are afflicted with sickness. May you heal us of our sicknesses and strengthen our faith once again. We also ask you to please accept and bless the offerings of your people we present them to you as a sacrifice not to as a repayment for your blessing but to recognize and acknowledge everything we have no matter how great or small all of it comes from you and so we praise your highest name we believe loving abba that you have listened to our prayers for we ask and beg everything In the name of our Lord and Savior, Yahushua HaMashiach. Amen.